This is a HeadGum Original. In 1977, NASA sent two solid gold records into space so that aliens might find them and understand life on Earth. I send greetings on behalf of the people of our planet and friendly wishes to all who may encounter this voyager. Now, we're making new records with our friends. We step out of our solar system into the universe seeking only peace and friendship. We know full well that our planet and all its inhabitants are but a small part of this immense universe that surrounds us. Hello from the children of planet Earth. Well, 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 by Caleb and Shelby. Coming up next, we have What's How's Your Day, Caleb? <laughs> did you hear how long I heard that note? Or did you held. hear how long I kept held that note? Yeah, I heard it. Were you impressed? Yeah. I thought it was awesome. Did you? The way that were you, you hold actually oxygen. impressed? If I said no, you'd be mad. If I say yes, you ask if I'm serious. I mean, what, what answer do you want from me? Well, I, I was thinking that you might not. I wanted you to say yes. I was thinking you might not have meant it because I gave you kind of a puppy dog face that was like, <laughs> you have to say yes. No, I think, you know, the way that you held your breath for that long is impressive. Can I tell you something that you might not like? Yes. There's an enormous bug behind you. Other side. Do you see him? Oh, but he's so high. He's so far away from yeah. my head. He can never get me. He, well, you better watch your mouth. <laughs> well, the thing is, is I also think it's dead. Well, that's a big part of it for me is that I do think that the bug is dead. I want to answer your question. I'm doing good. I um, <laughs> I'm unemployed, but uh, that's feeling really fun. I don't focus on the bug. Focus on me. <laughs> I, I do. I do think it's. I think it's dead. Okay, I'm unemployed. And we put a treadmill together. We bought a treadmill and yeah. built it together. Yeah, I did a lot of work on that. You did. You did a lot of the work. Um, yeah. But I had to move it around, which yeah. was hard, too. It's, it's listeners, the thing about me and Caleb is that I am, I love to build things, but I'm not um, physically that strong. Caleb is the exact opposite. So we're actually really good at carpentry because he can move, oh, yeah. move all the things around and I can put it all together because I'm, I'm, I like that. And he doesn't, it's complicated, but it, you guys understand me in a way that only you can. Some people don't think I'm as strong as I am because they see how cute, sweet and smart I am. But I actually, underneath all of this charm and dimples, there's a really strong man in there. People think I'm weak because I'm little and they're not wrong. Not wrong. You're weak. I could beat you up. I could pick up more stuff. Than you could you. beat me up, but there there are people bigger than me that couldn't. And I think that's because huh. I'm ultimately scrappy. That's so interesting. Not people like much bigger than me, but people bigger than me, you know? Hmm. You guys, our guest today is... <laughs> Look, today we have a guest that we're so excited about. They're... One of our favorite stand-up comedians, more importantly, one, one of, of our, our best friends. friends. <laughs> and you know them from Comedy Central's Up Next. Please put your paws, mitts, and hands together <laughs> for <laughs> Molly Carney. Meatbrick. Oh, wow. Meatbrick. Oh, is the honor can't be higher. It's an honor to be here. You think? I know, my guy. I'm so happy to be here. We're so happy to have you. Wow, we will. Molly, how are you? I'm so good. Um, my roommates just moved here from Chicago. I'm on the floor of one of their rooms. Chicago. Yeah. Life wow. can't be better. Um, we saw your place. Caleb's seen it more than once. I've seen it just yesterday. Um, the outdoor, the the way that your apartment is set up, you have more outdoor space than anyone in the city of Los Angeles. I. It is a concrete jungle where dreams are will be made. Yeah, uh, you live in New you know. York and Los Angeles, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I Molly, I don't know if you relate to this, but it the entire time I lived in Chicago, I had my own bedroom and that's it. And I had no outdoor space. There were no like there was like a living room, but LA, you can have a yard. It's crazy out here what they're doing. It's magical. I 
I actually pulled something in my back where I was crippled at four this morning and I had to call Carly. Um, I couldn't get off out of my bed. It was okay. pretty dangerous. And I've been walking. I, I probably taken, I probably walked three miles in, throughout the house today alone. Okay. The space. Fit fam. Hashtag fit fam. Fit fam. I don't have to leave the property. You feel me? Yeah. To call, call it property. You. To call it property. The estate. <laughs> yes, I, property. Don't the the estate. estate. I don't have to leave the compound. Yeah. It's nice when yeah. I don't have to leave the estate. You know, one of yeah. my roommates has turned into uh, our personal driver. Wow. Is she great at driving? She's working on it. Who? Which person? Which one? It's Chuck, and she could probably hear me. Oh. <laughs> I thought Chuck didn't want to get a car here. She doesn't have a choice. I love that. You need a car here or else. We, remember, we all discussed we're going to boot her back to Chicago. She got to learn how to drive. Yes. Well, hey. this is also exciting, but ultimately we brought you here for a purpose. Didn't we, mm-hmm. Shelby? That's so true. Uh, Molly, I have a question. If we were to send new golden records out into space today, what's the first thing you're putting on it? <laughs> the Goofy Movie, my dudes. Okay, the Goofy movie. movie. I watched it for the first time in my life yesterday. How are you doing? How are you doing? What did you think? Yeah. Well, here's the first thing I thought. Max, for the bulk of the movie, is a real asshole. That said, he's also hot. Mm -hmm. Max is hot. In that first scene when he's in his dream sequence, I was like, okay, Max. What would you do with him? What would you do with him? Well, nothing. He's a dog, but he. No, no, no. no. You said he's hot. What would you do with him? (laughs) Hot dog. Well, he's he's the same kind of hot as young Simba. Adult Simba is not hot. Young Simba is. Yeah. There's. Huh. <laughs> Can I give you? Okay. I only understood that to a T. Thank you, Max, Molly. And this is for both of you. Adult Max comes up to you at a bar and says, do you want to go back to my house and do mouth stuff? Were we doing mouth stuff? Well, see, the thing is. Oh, I'm gay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I never I, thought of it that I, way. I... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> There's so many questions I have to ask before I could give you an answer, which is this okay. is in the real world. So is he still a cartoon and is he a cartoon dog or is he the yeah. like the human version of what Max the dog is? Molly says cartoon. I think cartoon. Yeah. So I say cartoon. So no, I'm not. I'm not fucking a cartoon. I would fuck a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Bravo. The only cartoon I would, I would fuck, fuck is Bravo. Twister from Rocket Power. I would go down on Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Twister or... Re- Honestly, Twister or Reggie from Rocket Power, and I'm in. Otto can't get it. Squid can't get it. But but Reggie and Otto, uh, and Twister, they can both get it. Reggie, smoke show. Twister, sick. Always have that video camera, though. You might want to worry about a sex tape or something. Yeah, but I don't know. Could be fun if he was good at it. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to date Johnny Bravo, but I would give Johnny Bravo sloppy, oppy, oppy. <laughs> Bravo is the name, ma'am. Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Can I come? <laughs> I'm I'm uh, yuck. Okay, we're but we're forgetting about the main reason the Goofy movie is in. Oh, go on. Oh, it's not about Max. Okay, because the first crush I ever had was indeed Roxanne, mm. and that makes sense because she's also hot. She's a smoking hot dog. Molly, you're in a bar. <laughs> hot Roxanne dog, hot comes dog, up hot to you. Diggity dog, hot adult, dog, hot diggity dog. Adult Roseanne comes up to you in the bar, Molly. Roxanne, not Roseanne. Roseanne is a different. <laughs> I said Roxanne, didn't I? No, you said oh, Roseanne. God. Adult Roxanne comes up to you in a bar. <laughs> we'll do Roseanne later. Adult Roxanne from the Goofy movie mm-hmm. comes up to you in a bar and says, I want to go back to my place and do mouth stuff. Are you doing it? I'd go, I would actually get nervous and then I'd go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that's what she likes. That's, yeah. what she, that's how she fell in love with Max was the laugh. That's yeah. what she said in the film. Um, I do call it a film. I think it's a film more than it is. Oh, movie. sure. It's art house. Indeed. Yeah, Indeed. I would consider Indeed. it art house. Um, but Indeed. I felt bad, so bad for Goofy the whole movie until the end. Yeah. But that's how dad relationships are when you're a teen and uh, you're just kind of like, okay, get away from me. Uh, but when he puts the soup and he says, hi, dad, in the soup. Oh. <laughs> And the bond with like Bigfoot and then the the relationship between <laughs> Go ahead. Goofy and Max and then, you know, then the R V son and yeah. dad. Yeah. You learn a lot. You're saying you want Goofy movie on the records because it was your first crush was on Roxanne. It was my first crush. And you learn how to respect, like, how much your parents, if they're good parents, that really care about you. They're just trying their best. Yeah. So what do you want the aliens to take away from it? Do you want them to have crushes yeah, on Roxanne? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm worried that... Do you want them to have good father-son relationships where... Well, here's they the thing that the I haven't dogs. told you. Here's oh. what I haven't told you. 121 by Powerline in the film, Goofy Movie, is kind of my anthem. 
and I listen to it on the way to work every morning. So you really? want them to take away the song. Every single morning. It will be my number one song of 2021 on Spotify. And I'm not even going to do it on purpose. Here's something I want to bring up. The movie makes dogs seem like the main characters on Earth. Are you worried that aliens are going to come here and make contact with them instead of with humans? I think that's cool. But what what would we take from this? A dog is a man's best friend. Is that what the point of the movie is? But there's no humans in the film, so how? (laughs) We are the humans watching. Right, but so the aliens see it and they... <laughs> right, so they the, when we send it to the aliens, they're not seeing it as us. Wa- or are you sending them us watching a goofy yeah. movie? Are you sending them a video of humans watching a goofy movie? I think it's the way I, the way specifically me looks at the goofy movie, the crush I have, the li- the life it brings me on the way to going to a long day's work. Okay, so Molly, this is my proposal, and obviously mm-hmm. you can say yes or no. This is your record, but my proposal is. It's a split screen, okay, side by side, and it's you. One side is the movie, and the other side is just. uh, It's like if your computer webcam was watching you watch the movie, and those play side by side. Yes, and I would do the moonwalk in mine because that's what I do usually when I watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's whatever happens on your end is it also captures and it plays at the same time, so you're doing it in sync with the with how you're watching it. Yeah, I want to thank you for workshopping that with me. I feel Anytime, really Molly. good. I feel hey, really good about that. Maybe even more importantly, what else would you put on your records? What's next? Uh, there was a big moment. Um, I actually even wrote a song about this moment. But not knowing your favorite chicken patty is actually vegetarian. Sing the song. Sing the song. You sing have the to song. sing the song. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> My favorite sandwich is a chicken patty. My little brother's a shit golf caddy. And LeBron James is my motherfucking daddy. That's the end of the rap. That's I didn't want to expose the whole thing. I didn't want to put you through that. It's a rap. But where, but what? Where does the chicken patty come in in the song? My favorite sandwich is a chicken patty. Yeah, but okay. But you're saying it came to be vegetarian. What brand? It was from the grocery store, and my <laughs> girlfriend at the time goes, "This chicken patties that you keep buying, you know that." They're vegetarian. Because I go, why are you eating my chicken patties? You are a vegetarian. She goes, these are vegetarian. What color was the box? Green. Morningstar. Morningstar. Morningstar chicken patties. It's like a bag. Yeah. Yeah. Morningstar chicken patties. They also do great fake beef crumbles. And they do really good, really good um, fake burgers. You like the Grillers Prime. They do do good fake burgers. And I like their chicken nuggets a lot and their buffalo chicken nuggets. Well, I don't read the fine print apparently. So working on that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's fascinating, though. You were vegetarian for so many meals when you didn't even know it. Yeah. And I was, like, making videos on my Instagram. Like, this is probably five years ago. And I was, like, so proud of it. And I was, like, everybody's going to get back into chicken patties. Um, and a lot of people really – I let a lot of people down. You can't be a huge chicken fan because I'll tell you, as someone who almost exclusively eats chicken, those don't taste like chicken. No, you're one of the only people that I feel that that feels that way because my brothers will eat the chicken over regular chicken all the time and they eat chicken all Molly, the time. Did it did it really taste like normal chicken to you? Like have you had other chicken patties since then and thought same? Yeah. Wow. I think it's just the, just the things that I put on it, like pickles and that. Now that's interesting. Because that's how I got into veggie burgers, is that it didn't taste different when I put all the condiments on it. But I Boom, wouldn't probably eat them just alone. Yeah. I'm not like, you know, raw dying a, a chicken patty. You know, <laughs> I do. I do that. Shelby does. Well, you <laughs> eat time. ranch and, and like honey mustard sometimes. Sometimes, but I'll sometimes. eat it. I'll, I'll, I'll raw dog it. Big time. <laughs> and I, but my brothers would, when I would buy like Morningstar or Boca, they would just eat that and not even realize. But yeah, see, I... You can invite me over and be like, hey, we have this exclusive chicken patty that we're actually, we've been working on for weeks, even though chicken (laughs) probably doesn't last for weeks, but, and you could trick me and I'd review it and I'd say that it was the best I ever had. The meat that I think really does not vegetarianize is bacon. When you make that, it's, it's not, it doesn't get made into meat. It, it it is something to have and it's something to eat and it's fulfilling but and it's something to hold it's something to have it's something to hold it's um 
it's a marriage, um, but it is not. It is not ever going to get close. Here's my thoughts on that. You bring up a really good point, Shelby. <laughs> Most comparable meat substitute: beef, chicken to me, but then continue. chicken, then pork, and it's a long way between chicken mm-hmm. and beef and pork. The pork is really terrible. I'm actually a pork head. I'm a definite big, huge pork head. I love some pork. Unfortunately. This has enough to do with what I like or dislike. My favorite meat when I was when I was eating meat was lamb. Wait, don't say it. Don't say it. it was... Um, I already said it. I didn't hear it, so give me one second. <laughs> you, your favorite meat as a kid was something fancy. Yeah, it, it was. It was um, chops. Lamb chops. Yeah, it was lamb chops. I lamb chops? that shit. As a kid. Can you believe that, Molly? I loved that shit. Wow. I didn't have it often, but when I did... <laughs> My was dude, like mine was night. hamburger helper, bro. Okay. <laughs> What kind? We live different lives. We live down the road, but different lives. <laughs> Those are Molly's from not far from me. Molly, what kind of hamburger it's helper? True. Oh, I don't remember. Is your favorite food, and you don't remember? No, it wasn't my favorite food. It was just like favorite that's meat. what I. That was just what I ate when I'm I was younger. Not, okay, but you're acting like I had lamb chops every night. I didn't have lamb chops every night. I probably had them three times in my life. I just loved them. The only thing I knew about lamb chops when I was a kid was that freaky little white dog on TV. <laughs> Yeah, from uh, Doug. From Doug. I don't even remember. You guys are talking about Snoopy. Mm, Snoopy. I don't like Brian to talk about from Snoopy, especially in the same discussion as the Goofy movie. That's disrespectful. You're you're so true. You're so true about that. You are true of heart and true of <laughs> mind. True of mind and spirit, Molly. What's, what's next? next? Okay, this is huge for me. I want to bring the experience that I would always have and many people had in my 1994 Ford Windstar minivan with untinted windows and one Elton John cassette stuck inside. It was the greatest hits. Where are you driving? Oh yeah. I took out all of the back seats, put them in my parents' garage. I put this tie-dye thing on the ceiling. The name of my minivan was Big Willie. I was the goalie (laughs) for lacrosse in high school, which explains a lot. Um... (laughs) It really does. Of course you were the goalie. It really does. Didn't you get stung by a bee at a game or something? Within my, yeah, inside my helmet during a 16 meter shot. Against my team. Against, on your field, yeah. Yeah. And I kept going, hey, ref, excuse me, ref, there's a bee in my helmet, there's a bee in my helmet. And I started running around and my coach was like, get in the goal. And I'm like, you don't understand. Um, I think I got stung maybe twice, but I got through it. We lost. It was a playoff game. Um, yeah. Well, you had to. But yeah. We but really my thing I would do in the minivan was it would be we would have to drive to the field because we weren't our school wasn't fancy enough yet to have turf like your school. Is, <laughs> it, we, they didn't have that. We didn't have it at the time. Oh, darn it. Remember, okay, we're well, getting it right now and we're not going to get into it on the podcast. <laughs> we're not. Why are you guys getting turf now? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no. We okay. can't. We can't. I just thought there might be a we, cool or special reason, but I, you think it would be cool? You know the reason. You think it's cool? We're not getting into that. But <laughs> so I would go, after school. I would get my lacrosse team, and I was a captain because you always make the goalie a captain because they don't really move around much. They kind of <laughs> always know where they are, you know. Right. So. I was like, hey, everybody, get get in the van, you know, because I took all the seats out. So I could really fit it the entire – we got 21 teammates in my minivan. So if we got an accident, we wouldn't be able to make it to our game, uh, the whole team. Um, but what I would do is take us through McDonald's drive-thru mm. on the way to practice. Mm. One day, we had – they made us – they found out, and they made us do a three-mile run. So half the team was just projectile vomiting McDonald's. But I was the goalie, so I didn't have to run, and I was practicing my shots. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Elton John cassette was stuck forever. It probably still is in the junkyard inside the minivan. Did it play? Oh, it played. Oh, which that's awesome. which album? Which songs? Which greatest hits? Greatest hits. Okay. So literally, nice. like the best. Tiny the dancer. Best the best. Yeah. Rocket Man. What's the song? It's Rocket Man Rocket was Man. The, a big hit oh, for is. the girls. Wait, did he do Benny and the Jets also? Oh yeah, that was Benny in there. and the Jets. Boop, 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 Molly in her van. <laughs> But, and one of the door, oh, here's another fun thing. Molly and the band. One more time. Wait, 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 wait. Mike, you have to put a karaoke track under this. So here we go. Molly and the band. 
I had myself <laughs> in the van with a tie-dye shirt on with the ceiling tie-dyed. But, so this van was my family's minivan. Okay. And then, it, then I got it. In right. 2006. So this van is like 11 years old, 12 years old at the time. So it's in the parking lot of this lacrosse game. Hold on. You were in high school in 2017? No way. 2006. Did I say? Yeah, 2006. Oh, so it wasn't a 2006 van. It was 11 years it was old. A 1994. It was a 1994 Ford Windstar minivan with untinted Got you. windows. Got you, babe. Keep going, mate. So the van, I'm supposed to take half some of the team home and one of the sliding doors slides right off. Comes right off uh, the van. Okay. And it's on the ground in the parking lot. The backwards way. You opened it and it just kept going. It just... Well, it got <laughs> stuck and then we kind of just were like, what are we going to do here? And... You ripped it off. Came right off. We ripped it right off. Wow. So, yeah, we did have to pop it back. We didn't put it back on because that was impossible, but we drove home with one door off. <laughs> so you want aliens to think we are not sophisticated at technology give them you know the down-to-earth kind of what what you how you can vibe with on a low budget ball on a budget and i want them to understand that like there's some great memories that the us humans have life's not perfect and, and sometimes ford that's is a perfect. great car brand sometimes the best vibes are in the worst of times that's now right. you Wait. say <laughs> you say ford's a great car brand but i've heard that ford stands for found on road dead what do you say about that? <laughs> At camp, well, we had a song about it called A Hunk of Junk, A Hunk of Junk, A Hunk of Junk, A Ford. <laughs> that was the whole song. <laughs> well, my family only buys Ford. Built Ford Tough. Ever heard of it? Uh, 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 Ford uh, uh, Tough. Uh, uh, a Hunk of Junk, A Ford. <laughs> dun, dun. I can put anything in that sound. Type. But yeah, I mean, my, my, my family only bought Ford. <laughs> you're, luck, you're lucky that that you're lucky that that van isn't still running because I swear to God, we'd be in the van right now recording this podcast. I would love that. I would love that. It might not still be running. Molly, what's next on the record? Molly's golden record. Okay, I'm gonna bring in the Crystal Cave. This is really gonna fascinate the aliens. I think. Okay. What is it? Okay, the Crystal Cave is located. Under the island of South Bass Island in Lake Erie, Ohio. It is 52 feet into the lake. And it is the world's largest geode. I repeat, the world's largest geode. Now, what's a geode? A geode is, like, you know, this, you go to the uh, science museum when you're in grade school on a field trip and you go to the um, gift shop and there's those rocks that have like the crystallized inside they're like cut in half and you're like oh my god and you're like on a field trip you're like mom can i please have 44 dollars to buy this rock <laughs> she says no and then i manifested it so bad that then 15 years later i would be giving tours inside of the world's largest geode and how many people could you take on one tour if i was hungover i would take about 20 no i no i'm sorry if i was hungover i would try to fit 40 so that i would have to go less times down right. into the cave so on it and it would be the probably the size of like 12 by 12 feet okay. would be the room but it would be like a cave right and you can't touch the walls i i, I had a spiel i'd go hey everybody i want to welcome you to the world's largest geo this is the crystal cave here on put bay island what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna be taking you 52 feet down into the earth what I want you to do is hang out of the handrails and don't be a hero. Take your stinking time. And I go, another thing I want to ask you is please, for the love of God, do not touch the crystals because your greasy little fingers make them black and they lose their power. Wow. I want to oh, add an good. echo to that and play it exactly like you must have, it must have sounded in the cave. Do they actually have power, the crystals? Well, I mean, that's, I don't know. We're in L.A. In L.A., yeah. You better believe it. Yeah. You better believe it. We're in L.A., you're better like, off believing that they do. My Irish Catholic ass 10 years ago was probably like, what the heck are you talking about? But <laughs> The power uh, of God, the power of Christ. Amen. I say I, to you, amen. Amen. I made a joke on a mission trip once. We were reconstructing this old woman's house, and I found an old salt shaker, and I joked that it had magic powers, and my youth pastor pulled me aside and was like, I know you like being funny. I know you enjoy making people laugh. But what you just said was blasphemy. <laughs> and I was in trouble because I joked about a salt shaker being magic. Can I tell you guys something so embarrassing? 
No. Love your time. Don't embarrass yourself on the pod. I have Do to. It. it sucks. It makes me look so stupid for so long. Do it or else I have to cut you bangs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be hot. Um, you think? Oh, yeah. You think yeah, I, I think you'd look bangs? great. You could pull up bangs. Yeah. You have yeah, a huge forehead. Hair. It would honestly help. I'll be over wow. in 20 minutes. <laughs> Um, Actually, your forehead's normal. I just thought that'd be fun thing to say. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's never been an insecurity of mine, but I add it to the but list. I'll add it on. <laughs> but I had a friend growing up. Her name was also Shelby. Um, oh, my God. Crazy, right? Yeah. Shelby A. I was Shelby W. She was Shelby A. And she, <laughs> she had a checkerboard in her house. And, okay. And she <laughs> was Not like... Chess. Well, I guess, I mean, if you put different pieces on it, it would have been chess. But to me, it was checkers. And she was like, you will not believe what happens if I, like, close my eyes. Some of them disappear. Like, there's, like, a ghost here and it disappears. And I was like, no fucking way. This is when we were little. And we would do it and the things would disappear every time. It was always crazy to me. And I always thought it was fucking buck wild. And I thought we were on the same page. She was acting it to a T. Like, I was like, damn, like, there really do be a ghost in this house and it's hiding the thing. <laughs> and we would find the pieces, like, kind of far away. And I didn't hear her moving. So I was like, surely she's not doing this. I ended up going, I studied abroad and she ended up being on my trip, which was a huge coincidence, crazy. And I brought it up to her, stupid me, being like, do you remember how scary that was? And she was like, I was hiding the pieces. And until I was, I mean, 22, like, I was studying abroad, I, like, fully believed there was something else happening and it wasn't her hiding them. I told you it was embarrassing that I'd look stupid. Caleb's looking at me like, you're really stupid. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that was the point. I mean, it's just like, it, I, you know, when I think of someone stupid, it's like, I got drunk at a party and hit on someone that, like, you're telling me. I believed in magic. Uh, I for a felt that as a personal attack, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you believe in ghosts now, Shelby? Do I believe that they exist? Sure. Why not? Molly, do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> I don't know if I call them ghosts. I think there's people who are, like, laughing with me. <laughs> <laughs> you believe you believe you have a supernatural audience? Like, yes, I do. I truly do. <laughs> they say, I do sets all How the time. How do you guys people practice? Um, <laughs> Molly doesn't do open mics. They practice on an audience of ghosts that they imagine. The thing about ghost to me though is that i don't think there's any modern ghosts so i'm like i guess they can't exist if someone that didn't die yesterday if someone that died yesterday can't be a ghost to me then what like how can they be real but i do i mean like i feel like they exist right somebody who died yesterday has to be able to be a ghost to you but do you know okay. what i mean like yes. when you think of guests you don't think of someone who is in like jeans and a tee you think of someone in a in a pilgrim dress was a John Early does a very funny bit about this where he's like, everybody, everybody who wants to tell you a ghost story always wants to tell you that they were dressed in the old times. And it's like, why wouldn't there be? I'm not getting the joke right, but he has, it's so true. Everyone will be like, they were churning butter and they were wearing a bonnet. Yeah, I don't like, imagine ghosts ever being like uh, someone I'd hang out with at a bar. So I'm like, I guess maybe they don't exist. And Molly exclusively well, imagines that. Well, sometimes, yeah, I mean, sometimes I think that they're just wearing my clothes because they're in my room. Yeah. Huh. Hey, Molly. Molly. <laughs> Molly, hey, in girl. Chicago, did you ever see me and Shelby do our our ghost sketch? Un unfortunately, I, I did not, but I would be honored. Have we told you about it? No. Tell me. Tell us all. Shelby, it's your idea, so you... you <laughs> Don't make this. That's my idea. No, it was. You came up with the concept of it. This was two kids <laughs> in therapy who... um. They, their parents put them in therapy because they've been just not in a they've good place anymore. Out. They've been acting out. And it's these two like little British kids. And um, the therapist would be the like, the therapist would be like, what's been going on? Like, I'll start. I feel happy today. And we would be like, wow. Oh, we used to, to be, be happy and have lots, lots of fun. fun but not that was before, before the ghosts. ghosts. And the whole thing would just be us <laughs> singing a song about how we were happier before the ghosts and then how many ghosts there were. And there were ghosts under the bed and inside of the cupboard. And <laughs> we used to be cool and swim in the pool. But, but that, that was, was before the, the ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> it was See? so... Stupid. These are the kind of ghosts that I think that hang around me. The little British kids? <laughs> sure. As long as they laugh. <laughs> oh, God, that is true. Anybody who laughs can... Hey, if you're going to laugh at my jokes, you can come sit by me. <laughs> I don't care. Spook me once. <laughs> laugh at me twice, you know? Um. Hey, Molly, before we get back to your record, I have to be honest with you. We gotta take a break. 
gotta take a break. And we're back. Wolf, From wolf, wolf, space. wolf, wolf. Who's turning around now? Who's turning around now? That's that look upon your face. Who? Um, you know what movie that song's in? Cody Ugly. Oh, you know what else it's on? You would know that. The Replacements with Keanu Reeves. And you would know that. <laughs> hey, Molly, we want to ask you. What is something in all of humanity that you would delete from the records? Before you get started. <laughs> we just want to say one thing, one thing only. It doesn't have to be the big stuff, okay? Like war. Poverty. Famine. Uh, death in general. Discord between humans who have different perspectives. <laughs> um, so just like whatever you kind of want to delete, but just know that you don't have to say those things because we agree with you. Um, cool. And because we love famine. <laughs> well, we think it's like it's like interesting as a concept. If we got rid of it, then, you know, well, things you would be too easy. You know, people have learned. No, but really, what would you delete? <laughs> uh, honestly, for me personally, this is a big thing to delete. And you can tell me if I need to take it back. But No, no, go ahead. <laughs> I think that feeling no one should ever feel again on this earth is when you're about to shit yourself. Wow. <laughs> you went political. You went political. You chose a political I did. One. Yeah. I did, and I hope... That both sides, all sides, would Come really consider this, this one. Yeah, yeah you're really reaching across the it. aisle. You're really reaching across the aisle. You know what's crazy is that all sides probably couldn't come together on that. If we, if there was a bill in Congress tomorrow that was like, no more feeling like you have to shit your pants, somebody, yeah, would be into it. Yeah, Moderna they, has I, come with I, a I, vaccine I, to make you not shit your pants. They'd be like, well, we don't want any part in that. And they'd be like, are we trying to take away money for for paper products and underpants? <laughs> The reason I know that someone would be con on it is because I thought about going against it just to have something to say just now. In my head, I was like, what if there's a good side of having to shit your pants? Which is disgusting, sick, horrible behavior. Did you come up with one? Yeah. Tell me. I did. Tell us. Well, here's what I came up with when I was deciding to be uh, contrarian in my head just to find an opinion. I don't actually want to uh, support this side. But you know how when you're really sick... And you are like throwing up and you're going, God, I'll never take for granted not throwing up again. Anytime I'm not throwing up. You want you want to shit your pants for gratitude's sake? I want to shit my pants for perspective. No. You're sick. I have to <laughs> tell you guys a story and I'll make it so quick, but it's about shitting your pants. And I want it off the record. Hit me with it. Okay. I was a camp counselor famously. I what? um you <laughs> I was a camp counselor. This was my first summer as a camp counselor. We went water skiing. On the way back to the bunk, okay, I didn't see, I guess, I get back to the bunk. I'll fast forward. I'll tell you how I saw it. I get back to the bunk. There is shit everywhere. In the bunk? Inside the bunk, everywhere. And it smells worse than you could ever imagine. Chunks or liquid? It oh. is tracked throughout. You gotta ask. It's no. tracked throughout. It's not, It's so it's, you know, runny. It's like, yeah. And it's everywhere. I mean, it's in the bathroom. It's in, there's like two sides of the bunk and then the bathroom's in the middle. It's in both sides. It's in the bathroom. Like it's fucking everywhere. Kind of like chocolate syrup from a Sunday consistency. A little bit. I'm thinking more of a chili sauce. Chili sauce? Is it chili sauce? I'm thinking more like, you know, at a Froyo place where they use the melted crunch bars. Yes. More oh. like that. I hate talking about poop, but I had to know. <laughs> so I that was good. walk into the bunk. It is so vile. I'm like holding in puke. And the kids all come in and they're like, yuck. And at this point, there was a dog on camp. The owners had a dog. And so I thought. Fuck <laughs> 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 <A> dog. <laughs> the... <laughs> What's up with you? I just got so sick imagining the, the cabin being like. <laughs> in like, dog diarrhea. It gets so much worse. <laughs> so... <laughs> so... Oh, I thought the dog was going to eat it. No, so I thought the way that we, <laughs> the way that we saw it, it was me and my co-counselor Sasha, and we thought surely what had happened was the dog came in, pooped, and then like ran around and got it everywhere, and like so we didn't feel like we had to be like nice about it because we were like a dog did this, so we the kids are being like this is disgusting, and we're like I wish it was yeah. the dog. <laughs> we're like this is vile. This is the grossest smell I've ever seen. This is disgusting. Blah blah. blah. We are. I mean. It's the grossest thing in the world. And me and Sasha had to, hands and knees, clean this up. So we're unhappy and sad. Um, I've done worse. 
later well so later that day <laughs> was it later you? that day no later that day this camper would never name her comes up to me and sasha and says hey so mousy hey um earlier like when there was like the poop thing and we were like <laughs> she was like um it actually wasn't lola it um was me and i have some clothes that have a lot of poop on them and i just need to get cleaned and we found out that what happened was she got off the water ski boat first sprinted back to the bunk shit her pants on the way panicked took it with her hands threw it into the bathroom and then tried to run to to clean up and tracked it all over as it like ran down her body and then um hit it under her bed the clothes and then got in the shower and waited until we left to like clean up so that no one knew but then ultimately the clothes had shit on them and the bunk still smelled and does anyone need to go through that this is my no, statement it was the exactly. worst it was the worst day Deleted. that i mean i was like 17 that's just going on 64 at that rate <laughs> well you like look in the mirror at the end of that day you look in the mirror at the end of that day and you're like what the fuck did i just have to do <laughs> 17 going on 150 if you have to keep doing something like that isn't that gnarly isn't that like did you guys end up did you guys kill the dog and then we were like we didn't have to kill the dog yeah they just shelby and the other counselor had just finished putting two bullets in the dog's head how bad yeah and then the girl walked up to them and did the confession i looked the camp owner in the eye and i said I have to do it. It has to be done. Shelby walked up to the camp owner and said, we got to put him down. I went down to the riflery range. I actually could have gone down to the riflery range. I went to the archery range. I said, we're going to do this old school. I grabbed a bow and arrow. You killed the dog with bows. (laughs) Yeah. Arrows. And arrows. Yeah. (laughs) No. No. You took a bow and beat the dog with it. I bludgeoned it with a bow. Um, No. We are going to get so much fucking hate from PETA. (laughs) Um, Molly... When was the last time you shit your pants and how bad was it? So I'm going to be actually, this is kind of an honor to admit, I've never had a poopy situation in my pants. You are lying. No. And the only, you know what? I I pooped my pants on purpose when I was younger because I thought, this is a long story, long story short, I thought Elvis was killed by a toilet. Um, But he only, and later I found out in life he died on the toilet because he was just coincidentally on the toilet while overdosing. So. I actually get I actually get that because at the in in Spice World, you know how the bad guy comes up through the toilet? Yes. I was afraid to flush for like years because I was like, um, someone lives there. <laughs> I would sit outside the bathroom while my dad was in there after work begging him to not die. Because I thought the toilet was going to kill him. So, have, yeah. No, 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 no. You have to walk us a little bit. You said, long story short, you thought Elvis died from taking a shit. And I can understand that. No, no, no. They thought he died from the toilet. Okay. You thought a toilet killed Elvis. And I can understand that even. Yeah. Why would that make you... You said you shit your pants on purpose. Hmm. Was it just that you were refusing <laughs> to use a toilet? Or were you like seeing if you would die? What was the deal? I I was specifically the day I remember I was wearing pink corduroy pants. I was... I'll do it. I was... I dressed up as Elvis for... Like superhero day, I was like, I love Elvis, <laughs> and I'm I made a styrofoam guitar, and I'm at the ca- in the cafeteria or I'm in the classroom, and this kid Me leans Brick over, Presley, <laughs> and he goes, Hey, you know that Elvis is dead, right? And I was like, No, you idiot! Like I'm asking my parents for Elvis tickets for Christmas, like he's not dead, you know? Oh, Molly. And I go find my brother at at uh, lunch, my older brother, and I find him, and I'm like, Hey. Did you have any, you didn't tell me that Elvis was dead. And he goes, yeah, he died on the toilet. (laughs) And then the recess bell rang and God forbid my brother continues the conversation during recess because that's humiliating to talk to your little sibling in general. So then that just left me with my own thoughts and my broken styrofoam guitar at that, right? And I'm like, oh my God, I can never use the toilet again. (laughs) So then you shit your pants. My mom... And I told this to my mom. I thought she remembered. I told her she must have suppressed the memory of her only daughter shitting herself on purpose in my, her favorite pink pants she would make me wear at a wedding. 
a couple years ago. So the pants were your mom's favorite. Oh, yeah. But then she eventually, you know, let me wear whatever I wanted. Like my dad's cutoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Me break. What kind of cutoffs? Shirts? Shirts. Shorts. Jorts. Nice. Nice, 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 Mostly nice, just the shirt so it's too little. But that's epic. Yeah, and then my little brother like caught me in the backyard once. Shitting your pants. He was like, What are you doing? But if you imagine him like being like three or four, being like, What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Listen, you little shit, like you have a, a thing attached to your body that you can poop in. I have to find my own things because I'm not dying today. You were shitting in the yard. Yeah, once. That I can remember. Pure fear. It was pure fear. Did you like dig a hole or? I just, we lived by a creek, so I kind of just kicked it off the creek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a kid I grew up with used to shit in the pool all the time. Any like, pool. What is the meaning and of always, that? Everyone always had to evacuate. Because that's I love what, that for him. That was selfish. <laughs> I love that for him. It always sucked. We'd always be having a blast. I'd be surfing on a raft. And then it would be like, everyone out. There's another poop in the pool. Molly, we can't keep talking about people we know that have shit themselves. <laughs> we have to talk more about what you'd put on your golden record. Golden record. Golden record. I think the camaraderie and the bond between a restaurant staff. Oh, Yeah. Come it's on. like it's the most beautiful it's the most beautiful vibes I've ever felt because you're like I'll do anything for you. <laughs> you specifically have kind of a have have a chosen family in a in a restaurant. I do, indeed. I uh on that same island that I spoke of, I've worked at a restaurant, my family friend's restaurant and uh we lived above it. So not only were we working like 16-hour days together, we also lived together. So I love it. Let's just say you can't, uh, you know, piss off the kitchen because you won't eat outside of work either. You know what I mean? You won't eat outside of work either. Yeah. One special thing for me, the multiple times I worked in a restaurant, was when the back of house guys would be nice to me. When the back of house guys were in a playful mood, you knew it was a good night. (laughs) Front of house is always fucking around. But back of house, when they're not mad, when they're in a a jolly mood, that's like, this is fun. Those pots turn to drums. Yeah, baby. They sure do. Mm-hmm. And they're giving you little pieces of bacon on the side. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. When the cooks like you, that's when you're really in a good spot. Oh, I, yeah. The first restaurant I worked at, I like became friends with like the bartender and the wait- like the waiters because I was like hostess. And so I was like, that's who I was seeing. But then I became really good friends with one of the chefs and he introduced me to everyone else. And they were like, come out with us after every shift. And I was like, wait, I have, I have a new group of best friends. And mm-hmm. then they would just make me shit during my my mm. shift all the time they would just mm. be like by the way whenever you get a chance we came back here we made we fucked around and made a gnocchi <laughs> yeah so. these hoes are loyal you know and you're like damn you fucked around and made me the best meal i'll ever have that's these iconic thank hoes you these are loyal. loyal these hoes are loyal and these hoes are loyal these hoes are loyal Back to you, Malls. Oh, I was just saying, another thing that I would do to get on the good side is I would head straight to the dish pit, start doing the dishes. Next thing I know, the boss would be yelling at me because I'd have to go back and serve my table with a wet belly. I'd get too into it. But I go, you know, <laughs> oh, wet belly oh, carny. <laughs> oh, wet belly carny going back <laughs> to serve wet their tables. Belly carny. <laughs> oh, the amount of times the owners would be like, stop going up to tables serving with a wet belly. And I go, I'm just trying to keep these dishes clean. The fact that the bosses had to be like, your work ethic is causing your belly to, to be, be too, too wet. wet. You're great. Are the best we have. But your belly, too wet. Our customers want to see a dry tummy. When you walk to their table, their eyes are at belly level. And all they see is wet. <laughs> you come over there with a sopping wet tum-tum. They look forward. That's all they see is that wet, wet belly. It's true. But at the end of the summer, I got an award for... Wettest belly. The best, yeah, the wettest <laughs> belly. Because it is also like an honor because that means you're, you are good at dishes. Wettest belly. <laughs> does, does it mean you're good at dishes? Because I think someone good at dishes could probably, probably keep the belly dry. You haven't seen me do dishes, honey. 
<laughs> come over. Our sink is full. <laughs> yeah, yeah, truly. Come over. Um, I'll do it. Uh, the thing is, you really would, and I could never allow it. Molly is the kind of friend, though. If you if yeah, I called if, Molly at four in the morning and said, I need you to come over and do my dishes, they'd they be would here. Do it. They would be here so much faster than traffic would allow. It wouldn't make much sense. They'd be here in six seconds with gloves on. <laughs> I have gloves, and they would, they would bring their own. It's true. I'd prune my fingers for you guys, though. Aww. Oh, my God. Stop it. Quit. I'm going to fucking freak out. Wait, Molly, we want to play you something and get your Please. get your thoughts. We really do. Um, here, do tame dog. Not very tame. Yeah. Exactly. It blows my mind that they've named that tame dog. Oh, oh, you could just say dog. You could say barking dog. One of the sounds on the original records is titled tame dog. What you'll notice is that the dog does not appear to be tame at all. The dog seems stressed or upset. Or angry. Or pissed off. Or uneasy. Or generally unwell. Or hungry for that meat. (laughs) (laughs) There are many reasons that dogs bark. Not all are bad. Some dogs bark out of excitement, others for attention or hunger. One that I identify with is barking out of boredom or loneliness, fear, anxiety, or territorial barking, and lastly, pain or surprise. In 2015, Swedish geneticist Pontus Skoglund published his findings in a journal called Current Biology, where he concluded that canine domestication may have first occurred 27,000 to 40,000 years ago. According to genetic studies, modern-day domesticated dogs originated in China, the Middle East, and Eastern Europe. Dogs, as you may know, are cute. Catherine M. Rogers, professor emerita of English from Brooklyn College, suggests that women may have been the first to domesticate wolves into pets, which makes women of this time period total girl bosses. They say dogs are a man's best friend. As it turns out, they're a woman's best friend. In the 1890s, St. Bernards were the number one most popular breed, but since the 1990s, Labrador retrievers have taken that throne. My family had both a chocolate lab and a St. Bernard. When human beings look into each other's eyes, we bond emotionally, and we release a hormone called oxytocin. A study recently found that when dogs gaze into humans' eyes, Humans and dogs release that same hormone. What we're saying is... Dogs are are man's best best friend. Studies in very serious scientific institutions have found an interesting squares and rectangles situation with being a dog and being a good boy. It turns out that not all good boys are dogs. But all dogs are good boys. Crazier is that not only do they have that, but they have wild dog. Mm. Or beware of stinkin' dog. Beware of dog, they could call it. More mm. like. To call this tame dog is so crazy because that's the kind of dog that when you like walk past someone's house, it like runs to the thing and starts barking mm-hmm. at you and you're like, That's what dog. I thought. A lot and, of those in our neighborhood. And you're like, no, not not tame dog, scary dog. Dog that dog mm-hmm. that could kill if given the right. If it were a yeah. dragon, it would already have eaten us because it would fly over the fence and kill us. Oh my god. That's so true. There are so much tamer dogs than this one. I I, I know so many old dogs. I've Roxanne. met a lot of old dogs in my day. And they just sit around. They don't bark at all. They don't do anything. Wow. Molly, are you a dog person? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I are can you feel kidding? That. They're a dog themselves. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> one of my dogs. That's why they call me Carn Dog. Do they? Do they call you that? Actually, that was my older brother's nickname, Carney Carn Dog. Bit a bit, bit a bit, bit a bit, Carn Dog. Carn Dog. Carn Dog. Carn Dog. Carn Dog. Hello, world. Hello, world with a little Carn Dog. What is that? What is that? Cat Dog. Cat and Dog. Cat Dog. Okay. Cat and what's Dog. Out cat on the road, dog. back in town. And then what's the song? 
It goes out on the road, oh, back in town, alone in the world. Look at dog. Is that that's it? That's yeah. so. Um, that's it's fun. alone in the world was a little cat dog. <gasps> alone in oh, the world was a little cat dog. Well, I was alone with the world in the world with a cat dog. The TV show, I guess. Cat dog, <laughs> cat dog. But I'm also really allergic. Cat dog. <laughs> this is podcast is mostly singing, singing. Crazy. That's why we're here. <laughs> Molly, if you had to pick a singer to put on on the records, would it be me or Caleb? Ooh, it doesn't mean one would, of us is getting deleted. It just which one of us is marked down as singer on the pod. I'd say Caleb, and for that <laughs> I'm gonna Ooh, say Caleb. Bitch. Caleb would argue that I have a better voice than him, though. Shelby does have a better voice than me, but it doesn't matter because the music industry is all personality, promotion, you know, persona. And Molly, if you're looking at the two of us and saying Caleb's the singer. ah. I think it's because you constantly are singing no matter what. Molly, it has less to do with personality. I love what you did, baby. I love it. You know, I don't want to I don't want to change this trio of friendship. And you just answering that just so that you know that. Yeah. What you did was you gave Caleb a really weird complex now, so. Yeah, I'm now I'm the singer of the group. And <laughs> Shelby can be, oh. uh, you know, bassist or something, but I'm the singer. I would be hot as a bassist. Everybody's hot as a bassist. Exactly. Shelby does I have think. a better voice than me. I will say that. She's crying right now, so I have to, like, say something well, kind. Well, I've never heard, I'm her, I've never heard your voice. <laughs> Shelby's crying. I've never heard your, I've never heard Shelby's crying. voice alone. Shelby... What do you call the Without tears Caleb. that are streaming down your face? I call those sweating. I'm sweating. I'm nervous. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shelby's bawling, by the way. <laughs> I'm not crying. My my eyes Wipe get too wet. Wipe your little girl. <laughs> wait, um, wait. No, no, no. no. Molly, go ahead. Maybe, maybe I'm the best singer. Wipe your tears, little girl. Wipe your tears. <laughs> tears. I love that. Yeah, that was good. Shelby. What? Do Amy Winehouse for Molly. Do Amy Winehouse on the pod. Do Amy Winehouse for Molly. No. Amy Winehouse. Wait. You want me to switch my answer? Do Molly. it. Molly. You want me to switch if my answer? Do it. Shelby has to do anything the guest asks. Ask for Amy Winehouse. I ask you. Shelby will sing to do it. Sing Amy Winehouse. On the records. Which I'm sending song? it to space. Valerie. Valerie? Yeah. I'm so nervous. <laughs> you can cover your Mike, camera we if you might want. Have, Mike, we yeah, might have cover to cover your camera. This. We might have to cover <laughs> your camera. Mike, you're not cutting this. Shall we go ahead? Well, here, no one will look at you. Mike, don't look. Molly, don't look. You're covering your camera, not your mic. <laughs> Shh. Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, Amy Winehouse. Yes. Since I come home, well, my body's been raised, and I miss your ginger hair. And the way you like to grace Won't you come on over Oh! And stop making a fool out of me Why don't you come on over Valerie Oh! I wish I had a lighter A lighter? What a weird vibe We'll cut at least most of that <laughs> Oh my <laughs> We'll cut none of it No <laughs> I want you to give me the hard copy No We're cutting most of it I'm Red in the face and uncomfortable. What's next on your record? I thought it was amazing. And I, I switched my answer to, uh, you can only say this on the record if you keep it in. I switched my answer to Shelby. We're cutting out right before I sing and then back where it says switching the answer and then they have to fill it in with the rest of what's in their head. Molly, you can't change your answer, but go ahead and say what's next on your records. Now everyone's okay, what's upset. Next on the, my records is women. Mm-hmm. The concept or just women. It's International Women's Day. Exactly. We're recording this on International Women's Day. That's so <laughs> That's true. That's what I requested, as requested. Now, tell us about women. What? Oh. Why are they always shopping? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> how do you think I learned how to do the dishes? <laughs> yeah. Um, What's up with women? Because they're smart and they're funny. They're smoking hot. And they know what we want. Do you want, so in terms of what the aliens are getting out of this, are they just seeing like a lineup of women? No, like my favorite women. Like my mom. (laughs) My grandma. Well, that's kind of crazy because you said the reason you're putting women on is that they're smoking hot. Do you want the aliens to (laughs) To like have a thing for your grandma? I look like my dad, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, I... (laughs) 
the qu- just so you know, just so that we're all on the same page, we weren't we, we weren't weirded out about that because you were calling yourself hot. We were weirded out by that because you were insinuating you wanted to fuck your mom. If he, yeah, if you want if you want the aliens <laughs> to fuck your mom, disrespectful. And if my mom hears that, I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> if you want the aliens to have, I'm not s- saying people shouldn't want to fuck your mom. I don't think you should want to fuck your mom. Do you want the aliens to? No, I. You guys are. <laughs> you know what? I feel. I'm feeling. Listen to me. I know. <laughs> Listen, just Mom's women crying. in, in general. How how do you think aliens are gonna know how to? How do you think aliens are gonna know how to um be born? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or how do you think that we are gonna be born? <laughs> aliens know how aliens are being born because they were a part of the process, but. <laughs> Um, how do they know how humans are being born? That's a really good point, I guess. So is it your favorite women? Is it a woman giving birth? Is it what, exactly what Just do you want? Women, all of them, all of it. All of them. <laughs> this is this is the drunkest I've ever seen you and you're sober. <laughs> yeah. I'm you in Olive Garden. What do you think? You would put like Marjorie Taylor Greene on there or like... like uh, <laughs> not Marjorie Taylor Kelly Greene. Kellyanne Conway. I would put different ages of women. Okay. <laughs> like the Martina McBride song. Yeah. Yes. This one's for the girls who ever had a broken heart. Who wished upon the shooting star. You're beautiful the way you are. Okay. 25. I'm kind of regretting this, actually. You what? Why? No, you're not. Kinda... No. It's a perfect addition. Okay, you know what? We're going we're gonna to take women. And women are on my record. Zoom in on it. We're gonna zoom. In. Thank you. We're You're gonna welcome. zoom in, and I'm gonna say a hug from my mother. Okay. Okay. That's very different. I love that. It yeah. is. So That's before it was it was a lineup of all women of any generation, and now it's just a hug from your mom. Is yeah. is your mom giving a hug to each alien that receives yeah. the thing? Okay. This is what my mom does. She thinks that everybody needs a hug once in a while, and you have to do it for at least eight seconds, or else it doesn't like. You don't get the feeling of a good hug. Every alien should get a good squeezer. I would kill to get a hug from your mom right now. Yeah, and she's just a jokester. She's a hugging jokester. Do you think when COVID's over, she'll come to LA and hug a bunch of us? Oh, yeah. She's a hugger. (laughs) She's a hugger. Oh, yeah. yeah. She'll be hugging people at LA. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She hugs the pilot. Oh, yeah. She's gonna. She literally gets off the plane, and she's she's not even joking when she says her arms are sore because she hugged the whole plane. She didn't fly. She hugged the whole plane. Name your top three hugs from your mom. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, oh gosh. And don't be wrong. If you're wrong, I swear to fucking god. We have the right list. <laughs> when I finally graduated from college after seven years. Okay. Aww, that made my heart go boom, boom, boom. <laughs> When I, and I'm not a doctor, when I, um, I think when I, oh, when I, oh, I know when I got off stage at Comedy Central, we ran across the parking lot to each other, gave each other a big hug. And before she said congratulations, she was like, oh my God, I saw Lorraine Newman in the parking lot. And I'm the only one who's recognized her this whole weekend. Oh. And then just, uh, uh, the hugs goodbye are always good. Yeah. Oh. Okay, really tender, really sweet list. I'm gonna cry. I love my mom. <laughs> Dude, moms are the best. I love my mom yeah. with Molly Carney. Um, She's great. What's what else is on next your rookies? on the record? Oh, I want to put the baseball in from Sandlot, the chewed Ooh. up one. The chewed up one. Yeah. Okay. Because I think it reminds me of like small town camaraderie, friendship, loyalty. Give, doing, taking risks for your buddies yeah. and having a ball. Risking it all for your boys. Risking it all for your boys. Yeah. The treehouse in Sandlot was always like really cool to me. I wanted that. And, and it's, when, it's a very good like solving problems scene. Yeah. In that movie. Oh yeah. yeah. Great with problem the, solving. With the vacuum and all that. Mm-hmm. Remember when the kid goes forever. I remember his bottom lip like popping out. My brother and I would do that together all the time. Yeah. Well, the problem solving scenes are great because in a movie you want to see your heroes try and fail. Mm hmm. Caleb. And honey, did they fail a lot? <laughs> in a film, you know. Caleb, uh uh-uh. uh. 
<laughs> Not now. Here he goes. No, no. Caleb. <laughs> uh, no, it is so great. And it's also, hey, it's also about you can be friends with anyone who has a good attitude. That's right. And also it's about. they're a little different. You don't have to be afraid just because something's different. The dog is big, but it's actually really nice at heart. And mm-hmm. the old man who lives in the house. is really good guy. He's different, yeah. but he's all right. <laughs> he's okay. He's all right. He should get a more a hold on his dog, but... And he's blind, so oh, you should I go visit him. dogs? Do I, like, want to be a dog? What? <laughs> why, why am I talking about dogs so much? I want to be a dog, too, if it's uh, one that's treated well. I actually think yeah. about that sometimes. Do you ever see, like, your celebrity crush having a dog and being like, God, I would love to be that dog. Hang out with my yeah, celebrity crush all the time. time. I've never once them? had that thought. Now it's a Same better than Now I'm going to. It's not that I think the thought is weird. It's that I think the thought's really good. I've just never had it. Celebrity crush posts on Instagram. They're like laying in bed shirtless with their dog. And you're like, hey, now, if I was that dog. <laughs> I want to be a dog on that belly. Hey, I want to be on I want to be on that wet belly. Ooh. Molly Cardi's wet belly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. So wow, the baseball, that's a wet belly. You wouldn't send the whole movie Sandlot. You would just send the chewed up baseball and let them figure it out? Yes. I love that. <laughs> I, I love think that. that's really inventive. I think it's yeah. like, you know, they get it. They go, what is this? And then they get to kind of paint a picture for themselves in their mind. And, and I think that's powerful. specifically to mess with them more, I, I feel like they're shorter than me. And I just like, I feel like the aliens are kind of up to our knees. <laughs> This is iconic because someone else said that they thought that May Martin said the aliens might be really big. And they could yeah, be right. I think they're like, they're like um. probably this big. And, um, <laughs> cute. I think like that's why my mom would like lift them up and give them a hug and then toss them over and then lift another one up. <laughs> and then my mom would be the one who gives them a ball. You think that you think the aliens are like the, the Martians from Toy Story, but more lengthy. They're like more like stretchy. Okay. <laughs> okay but that's just me you know no yeah everything's valid we don't know what they look like at all i'm just it's like sales think of gumby <laughs> my mom used to call me gumby that was such a think chaotic moment where i said think of sales or no it's like sales and i said think of gumby i don't know what gumby is is that the green thing that looks like licorice yeah it's mm-hmm. like a it's he's a cart he's a claymation character that yes. can stretch okay. really far okay yeah i know him i know him well i know of him <laughs> i know his work at least my mom used to call me gumby because you're Cause i was a gymnast and i was really flexible because you're a little cool. alien oh i thought it was because you always have kind of a green tint <laughs> <laughs> you guys <laughs> molly is there anything else you want to put on your golden records you know and I'm going to say this with no, I'm just going to say it and I'm not even going to describe it because I think the aliens, literally, I want them to figure out everything. And maybe they're the ones who are actually the ghosts that laugh at my jokes. Who knows? Giving a personal pedicab by, from me, that's it. You would drive so them I get, a pedicab. Got yeah, it. it would be me specifically. Yeah. Is there any destination? And I can fit a lot because of their size. Is there any destination you want to take them to or is it just the ride around town? Um. The first thing that came to my mind, maybe a water park. But other than that, yeah, just wherever they need to go. Wow. wow. I love that. I love Are you guys that. scared of swimming at water parks knowing about the pee or are you fine with it? No, oh. I'm fine. What do you mean pee? <laughs> so many fish pee in the water at water parks. No, it's a good story. I think, it's tra- I think it strengthens <laughs> immune systems, honestly. I, when people, I have so many friends that are like, ew, I wouldn't go to a water park too much pee in the water. And I'm like, at this point, like... There's also chlorine. Yeah, it'd be killed. And also, if I'm going to get on a roller coaster, it's as gross. It's as gross to me. There's puke and stuff. Yeah, there's no chlorine on roller coasters. Yeah, they spray it down with like a box, a a bottle of like watered down Windex. What a box of wine. (laughs) Clean it with what a box of wine. I wish. That's what I clean my my insides out with every night after dinner. Molly, are you a Cedar Point head? Uh... Yeah. No. That was when I was little. I went out every year with my family. Like, we went twice. A Did summer, you like probably. Geauga Lake when that existed? Uh, that one kind of freaked me out. Too much rickety wood. I yeah. didn't trust it. I don't Especially like Especially being a wood, wood person. I, didn't, I don't trust it. Yeah. Especially being a wood person. 
But seriously. <laughs> Molly, we are almost out of time, but if there's anything else from your list that you want to just rattle off here, now's your big window. Otherwise, you can tell me and Caleb stuff that you like about us. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love that you guys have me over for watch mo- watching movies. And the Caleb's very good about setting up the screen very perfectly. There's never any badness. And Shelby always gives me chocolate. Molly felt like they had to say that because when they came over for a movie last, I really struggled with the screen. So that was actually sweet of them. No. No, I, I want... No, it was great. <laughs> what about Shelby? She always has a little. She always has a little candy. So, <laughs> do I always have a little candy? You've given me a couple candies, yeah. <laughs> I did Molly. give you. I did give you Reese's, huh? Yeah, and Last then you time. gave me some candies when I, when we moved. Molly, Eat. we love you from so the much. literal bottom of our hearts. Where where I can people find you? Tell our guests where they can find you on the web and stuff. <sighs> I would just check out Meat Brick Molly and fly. Meat Brick. And fly, and all the, baby. All the stuff, all the all the platforms. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being on, Molly. We love you. Thank you, hey, guys. I Molly, love you guys a million times. Leave the guests with a a little saying. Leave them with something. Leave them with a little positive saying. A little slogan. A little motto. Right. <clears throat> if a chewed up baseball flies over your fence into your yard, toss it back. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen and everybody in between, Molly Carney! That was a HeadGum Original.